welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share the recordings of the bedtime stories I've improvised for my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. For almost 20 years, I made up a new story for my children every night at bedtime. Many of those stories were recorded, and now I'd like to share the very best of those with you. I hope you enjoy these stories for wonderful children. Doc and Shan and Curry and Pontifus watched the giant stride away from the castle. Everyone turned to congratulate Pontifus on his success in getting rid of the giant. Pontifus just shook his head and said, No, he's not really gone yet. I'm going to have to follow after him and make sure he leaves the kingdom. And Ea said, Well, do you need anything to take with you? I mean, do you want some guards or some weapons or armor or something? And Pontifus just winked at her in a way that no one except a jester would dare to wink at a queen and said, Your Majesty, the only weapon I need is right here. And he tapped at his own head. And then he said, Well, and a few little things I'm going to go get to take with me. And he he walked down right here and he painted two yellow, yellow and black paint. And he he walked down and disappeared into the castle and came back out just a couple minutes later with a handkerchief that had some things tied up in it. You could tell from the way it was bulging, and it was tied onto the end of a stick, and Pontifus carried the stick over his shoulder. He said, he waved and said, I should be back by tonight, and walked out the castle gate. He walked on for a couple minutes following the giant. Although the giant was taking very large steps, was now well out of sight. Pontifus had no trouble following him because of the enormous footprints he left behind in the soft ground. How large were Pontifus, how big were they? Yeah. Mm. I think they're about this big. Footprints, yeah, footprint, his footprints were maybe... Let's see about the size of that picture, the fish picture on the wall. Each footprint was. Anyway, Pontifus walked on for quite some time, following the trail, before he began to hear a distant thudding sound, which he figured must be the giant taking large steps. So he hurried to finish catching up, and when he uh, finally arrived at a place where he could see what was happening, he saw that the giant had come to a large barn. The barn had a silo next to it, full of grain. And a silo. A silo. A silo is a big, round building which you use to store grain. Uh, I know it was one of our spelling words once. Oh. Well, how do you spell it? S-I-L-O. Very good. So, thudding sound had been the sound of him hitting the side of the silo with his fist to knock a hole in it. And now he was reaching in and taking great handfuls of grain and eating them. Well, Pontifus knew that he had to find a way to get this giant out of the kingdom once and for all. Well, he bent down and he unwrapped his handkerchief that was on the back of the stick. And inside it, he had a pair of glasses. He put the glasses on and he had some balls. 
and then he wrapped the handkerchief back up and he put it in his pocket. And he walked over to the giant and he said, Ho, giant! And the giant said, Heh, 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 it's a silly little man. How are you, silly little man? And Pontifus said, I'm well, thank you. I was wondering if you'd like to see some juggling. And the giant said, sure. So Pontifus began to juggle. And then he continued to juggle with one of the balls going behind his back and a ball going under his leg. And then he stood on his hands and he juggled with his feet. And that really impressed the giant a lot because, quite frankly, that is a very impressive thing to be able to do. Now I can see why he's a jester. Yes. And the giant laughed. And Pontifus said, took the balls and he bowed and he said, Oh, thank you very much. The giant said, Oh, you're an excellent jester. Pontifus said, Oh, yes. Uh, being a jester is all right, but I really miss being a giant. And the giant went, What? And Pontifus said, Well, sure. I used to be an enormous giant. But my brother came to this land and never came back. And so I came here to find him. And I started doing what you're doing, eating the food and the livestock and things. And the food made me shrink until I'm my current size. And the giant said, that's terrible. And Pontifus said, yes, well, I'm glad to see that um, it hasn't happened to you yet. And the giant said, so did you ever see what happened to your brother? Oh, yes, said Pontifus, I did. And he opened up his handkerchief again, and he took out this little pup, a marionette, which is a puppet that you hold on your hand, and, no, I'm sorry, not a marionette, a ventriloquist dummy. And he took that out, and he put it on his hand, and he popped it up, and it looked just like him, only it was much, much smaller. It was like this big. He said, say hi to my brother. And he held up his hand, and he said, Hello, Mr. Big Giant, I must be big like you. And the giant took one look at him, at what he thought used to have been an enormous giant, and he didn't say another word. He just turned, and he ran. He ran, ran, ran. He did not stop running until he was well out of Ea's kingdom. And then Pontifus packed up his ventriloquist dummy, and he put away his juggling balls, and he put his glasses back in the handkerchief and he put the handkerchief on the stick and he walked back to the castle and he arrived back just as the sun was setting and as he approached the castle he said well this simply will not do at all because he could see that as he approached the castle the sun was setting behind the castle and it was turning the sky a brilliant orange and purple and it really contrasted with the green of the castle. He said, my camouflage simply is not working. No wonder the giant found the castle. And so that night, after everyone else had gone to bed, Pontifus got out his paintbrushes, and when everyone woke up in the morning, this castle walls were a bright orange and pink and purple to match a sunset, which, well, you know, when the sun was setting, was very good camouflage, but the rest of the time looked really terrible. But, because everyone was so grateful to Pontifus for running the giant out of the kingdom, they did not say anything, because they figured that knowing him, in a few days, he'd just be painting it some other color. And they were right, he did.
But that, and why he did it, is a story for another night. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but heckling and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and the logo was designed by Silas Wendelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the stories, please tell them about the show. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and preview snippets are posted to most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.